<laughs> I did. Did not do it for you. We're reading Daughter of the World. She's a girl with lots of scars on her back. <laughs> We're reading a very interesting fantasy book that a lot of people have been talking about. And we have opinions. We actually have a lot of opinions about this one, so this is going to be a good episode. Buckle the fuck up, because I think we're going to be talking a little bit of shit, at least. A little. Just a little. Just, just a little sprinkly sprinkle. Oh, fuck. Michelle. <laughs> she can't go one episode without talking about her poop. I thought my poop. I said poop in general. I've got a passion for poop. Got a poopy passion. <laughs> okay, i got to stop, actually, because like now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Michelle. In case I'm you didn't Rose. Know. Welcome back. Sorry, I was cut I you have off. Lots of hair in my armpits. Holy shit, that's a lot. I know. Wow. At what point do I say this is on purpose? You know? Yeah. I I just shaved this morning, so. Wow. I didn't. The people don't care. <laughs> They're like, "Thank you for showing us your armpits." That could be a fetish. Some yeah. people fetishize your armpits. We'll get DMR. Oh, we can't say the F word? No, you can't. Well, you can, but not armpit. Oh, shit. In a moment where I'm petting my armpit. This, oh, no. This was just very coincidental, YouTube. We're very sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry. Please. Um, anyways, roll the clip. This is Nude Literature, bitch. Are you turned on right now? Oh, shit. I am turned on. Are you turned on? This is Nude Literature, Damn, whatever way the wind blows, eh? That's <laughs> yeah. the cutest fucking notebook. Is that a sketchbook? Fuck off. That's cute. Dave got it for me. That's cute. Dave, for where's it from? You know what? Don't tell me all Yop and Tom. Yop and Tom. Give me up. Oh my god, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Okay, you know what pisses me, me off me about this book? Morning. But I'm starting to understand about it now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I get it now. I get it now. Okay, yeah. so about this book, right? We read it on Kindle. Now, um, listen, though. I have something to say before we get into the book. Okay. The people on the TikTok led astray. Like, now, granted, I thought it was great. Really, for a fantasy novel. She's very debut novelist. I think that might have been her date. She's new. She's an indie author. She's an indie author. She's doing her thing, right? So I thought it was good. But the bitches on TikTok, I don't know if they were paid. I'm interested. But they were saying, like, this is the new Akatar. Yeah. This is my new favorite tr uh, high fantasy trilogy. Yeah. It, like, next level reviews. Now, she has the her other book, which you got me, The Night of Wing, whatever the fuck it's That's called. her book? That's her book. And people are also raving about are that book. Are you serious? I swear to God. So, so, <laughs> what's interesting is I'm like, okay, so she's popping. So, that's why, and people have such, such good reviews of her books. So, this one... To me, holy shit! Yeah, it's the same person. They're only two years apart. Yeah, and I don't. I think it's supposed to be a duology. I'm not really sure, but I know there's at least one book out. Even Ben, our bestie, raved about the Nightwing, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Um, the Serpent and the Night, whatever. Uh, the Serpent, the Wings. Oh, sorry, the Serpent and the Wings of Night. Yeah, it's a long title. So like, that's why I was so hyped to read Daughter of No Worlds, and. 
it really left me like waiting for that like, whoa, oh my God, moment. Because, okay, here's how I describe it. When people are comparing it to Akatar, for me it feels, you know how the beginning of Akatar, the first book, you're kind of like, and then it really picks up under the mountain? Yeah. And that's where people get like super stuck into it? Yeah. So for me, I felt like I was waiting for an under the mountain moment the whole book. And I'm like, this is all very beginning of Akatar vibes. So the way that I saw it with the first book was that the only comparison that I can even briefly make between Akatar and this one is that about halfway through, the, all the information about the book changes and you almost feel like you're reading a new book. You know what I mean? Like the vibe is completely different. Like once Roche got thrown in there, I felt like I was almost reading another book. Yeah. Um, and I'd say once you find out about Under the Mountain, like we're living yeah. in La La Land, tee hee, wee wee. Yeah, and then yeah, all yeah. of a sudden it's like Roche, Under the Mountain, boom. Yeah, no, oh, I can Completely see different that. path. And but that's the only comparison I can make. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyways, read the, your little synopsis, I guess. Well, what I was going to say was um, because oh. we read it on um kindle? kindle it gives you typical time to read now this said eight hours and 58 minutes and it's a 520 page book yeah it's a chunky book it when i started reading it it went refreshing re- 16 hours like double the amount of time and i was like shit i'm a slow reader but then when i went on goodreads everyone was dnfing like so really? many people dnf'd so i wonder if that has to do with typical read time I have no idea. Anyway. I read it pretty quick. I read the first 20% so fast. And then that's when I was messaging you being like, oh, my God, you have to read this book because I was really enjoying it. And yeah. then it just, like, for me, I almost enjoyed the beginning part more than I enjoyed the second half of the book. Mm. It was weird. Because reviews- I thought it was going a certain direction that I really was liking. And then it kind of just went, for me, a little flat. Okay. <clears throat> A former slave fighting for justice, a reclusive warrior who no longer believes it exists, and a dark magic that will entangle their fates. Ripped from her forgotten homeland as a child, Tisana learned how to survive with nothing. Yeah, sorry. Tisana learned how to survive with nothing but a sharp wit and a touch of magic. But the night she tries to buy her freedom, she barely escapes with her life. Oops. Despite. <laughs> Desperate to save the best friend she left behind, Tisana journeys to the Orders, the most powerful organizations of magic wielders in the world. But to join their ranks, she must complete an apprenticeship with Max Antarius Fairloin, a handsome and reclusive fire wielder who despises the Orders. The Order's intentions are cryptic, and Tisano must prove herself under the threat of looming war. But even more dangerous are her growing feelings for Max Antarius. The bloody past he wants to forget may be the key to her future or the downfall of them both. Um, but Tisana will stop at nothing to save those she abandoned, even if it means gambling in the Order's deadly games, even if it means sacrificing her heart, even if it means wielding death itself. Fans of epic romance fantasies like Sarah J. Mass and Raven Kennedy will devour this tale of dark magic, passionate romance, vengeance, and redemption. In my opinion, that shouldn't even be included in the book description. Like, that's... Is that on the bottom? Yeah. Fans of epic romance mm. fantasy like Sarah J. Mass will devour this tale. See, I can tell you I pro- didn't this devour is it. I liked it, okay? But for 550 pages, 
it not much happened. Yes. And I was very much like waiting for either shit to hit the fan or whatever. Even their romance was very slow burn. Which I love. It, their romance was fine. I liked their romance. Um, I feel like in that amount of time, they could have created more of like that inner court vibes where like, because his friend Sam yep. was really cool. I really liked him. Yep. The girl who made the weapons was would have been really cool. Yep. Um, I think that the other bitch who like fucked with him, whatever her name is, um, she could have been more of like an enemy kind of vibes, like, you know, mm-hmm. love to hate her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and then even her friend, uh, the slave guy, I feel like it all could have been more found family vibes. Yeah. And I didn't really get that. Like, I didn't really care for a lot of the characters. Yeah. I didn't really care for her. I liked him. I really wanted to love him. But I couldn't. Yeah. Max. But I couldn't really picture what he looked like. I I already told you this. And I kind of was like, "Mm." like, there was no ripping spines out of the enemy's back vibes that I like. You know what I mean? Like, Like, it was so, it was so close. It was like having sex and you're so close to an orgasm but it just don't happen for absolutely no reason i feel unsatisfied and i watched this video of this girl talking about the series and she said that she really liked the series loved the first book didn't like the sec the the last two books that's why i texted you when i was finished with it i texted you and i said "Mm, i liked it but i need like a break like, I'm not dying to read the second book. And it mm-hmm. left off on a cliffhanger. Huge cliffhanger. So it's like... Mm. And I feel so. like not a lot got explained. And it wasn't like not a lot got explained in the sense of blood and ash where you're, like, learning new shit every single, like, twist and turn. Like, there weren't a lot of twists and turns. It was more of just, like, casual information. Yes. I don't know. The whole book felt very casual to me. Yeah. And not as, like, intense. I did get... A little emotional when her and her what's the slave guy's name? Salil Cyril 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 something like that. Um, I did get a little emotional when they reconnected because that was really like see that's the kind of like relationship friendship that I wanted from all of them, and I only got that with him. I didn't even get that with him. Like I was but like, but I'll give you I my opinion together. after. You know what I mean? Like it was very I don't know. That's my overall. I didn't like the relationships. I didn't connect really with the characters that much. And the storyline just felt a little flat to me. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion? Thanks for letting me talk. <laughs> You're welcome. I was Look like, no interrupting. I know. Thank you so Who much. Is she? And I listened. I know. You see me? I was, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was I bobbing the, my head. I saw the nods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and I, w- mm-hmm. I was even thinking about what I was going to say. I was focused. <laughs> You're like, I already have an opinion, so let me listen now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need your opinion to form mine. I know what I liked. Okay, okay, tell me, because I'm interested. We haven't talked at all. We, no. Every time we bit. brought it up, we're like, no, 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 shut up, shut up. Save it for the podcast. I, I said a little bit to you when um, I finished it, which I'll kind of say again. This book had every, like, potential in the world. Yes. And I loved it. Loved, loved the ideas behind this book. Yes. I just felt like the execution wasn't there. Like it was flat. So flat. Yeah. But it's like when you have your favorite pop in the whole world, but someone, you know, opened the top, fizzled out a bit, and you go and flat. drink it, and you're like, I'm still going to drink this whole <laughs> bottle because the taste <laughs> is there. Yeah. 
But the the spice is like missing. I don't I I mean I get because people are fucking annoying when it comes to DNFing. But I wasn't ever like, ooh, I'm struggling to finish this. I was more or less like, I wanted to know how it ended, and I was on vacation when I read this, right. so I was kind of like, mm, I kind of I have to finish at least one book <laughs> while yeah. I'm on vacation, so I might as well be this one. Well, through the first half, I was like, okay, I I see that I we're doing story building, yeah. doing some training. There wasn't enough of it. Like yeah. that, we we got that one scene where they're kind of in the water and they're starting to connect. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can see the relationship building. And then the author almost does a fade to black. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not with that scene, but going forward, it's kind of like then we we sat in silence and sometimes we spoke and sometimes we yeah yeah, yeah. Would, it was we like, would oh, whisper we, yeah. about things every night and it's like we I want to sat hear, next to each other we we spoke of fell in love well <laughs> Honestly, yeah same. she was like we spoke <laughs> of we spoke of our past we spoke of our yeah. families we asked each other questions okay so let's have those conversations in yeah. real time so that I can feel the same relationship that you're building because yeah. to me it kind of went from him obviously didn't want to train her. Then he saw like what she was fighting for. And he's like, this girl has passion. And I dig that. And you can see the switch in him. I saw some reviews. People were mad that he switched so easily. But to me, I no, think it spoke sense. to his character. Yeah, I think so too. Um, they were, I would say that they were all true to their characters, which I enjoyed. Like, I didn't feel like they were super flip floppy or like all of a sudden they were like one person and the next they were another. Mm. But the, yeah, there was no connection between characters. I didn't feel the romance. The only no. scenes that really got me, like, in the heart and soul that I felt was when Max was, this is huge spoiler, when Max was talking about getting Roche and he was at his family's house, mm -hmm. I knew the moment he started talking about him being in that, like, despair at his family's house that that's how they died. Yeah. But him speaking about having no control of his body and just having to watch. I feel like she could have made it a little bit more emotional. Yeah. She didn't even talk about the sister, but then later on when he's kind of in and out of consciousness and he's dreaming about his sister and he's like, no, stay, please. Yeah. That also got yeah. me. Like you can feel his relationship towards his family. Um, people were really mad that she waited until 60% to do the dual perspective. I, I like, like that. Me too. I like that because you were very like, she was very stuck in her own head. Mm -hmm. And then once you kind of move on to this like important plot thing with yeah. Roche, you're like, is that how you say it, Roche? Roche. That's how I um, said it. And I didn't like Roche personally. I didn't get it. I felt like it was very, like a very powerful monster that I understood. But like, I just didn't understand how it was like, he was able to shut this thing out and control it for as long as he did. And then when he was really fucked up and depressed and, and messed up after what happened, then Rache grabbed control and obviously killed his whole family, right? Um, but then with her, she's struggling for control the whole time. And I feel like because she's such a powerful person and so, like, stubborn in a sense, like, she... I wish she had more of, like, a control over it where, like, she was struggling for control, not just, like, absolutely, like, oh, my God, now I'm, like, on top trying to kill this fucking guy again. You know what I mean? Like, it was a little repetitive almost. I feel like it has to speak on... Like, and um, it got annoying. Like, the thing got jealous all the time, and, like, I get that, but, like, the whole their relationship building between Tisana and Roche 
was all when she was like half asleep and she was just Roche was just sending all the memories of like Max. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Like I feel like Roche could have like I said, there was so much it was such a big book for all this stuff to be missing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like whether it was so many new plot points that you couldn't really fill in all the details or else it would have been like an 800 page book. Yeah. Or I don't know. Like it's just, it felt very. Well, it's like you said, it fell flat. Yeah. And like not as important as it felt like to be. And sorry, I know I keep talking. My one other thing was that she used her mind to kill the slave master guy. Yeah. Right? And then never tapped into that power ever again. And it was kind of like, why? Well, that's why she's the queen of rot. Like, she's, or not the queen of rot. Her power is like rot and death. She killed him with his mind. And now that Rache's in control and is amplifying her power. Yeah. Now, instead of just thinking and killing someone, all she has to do is touch them and they rot. Well, I was, which I did like that. That was a very interesting power. I liked when Max and Terrace called her like the queen of rot or whatever. He's <laughs> like, okay, queen of rot, dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, my. What I'm trying to say is it's like they never recognized that power in her until she had Roche. And I feel like that would have been a very important. I feel like that's why they gave her Roche because they saw how much power she had. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they're like killing people with your mind never. Because she didn't. Yeah, because she didn't. Or like because she controlled him basically to bust combust him from inside out. Yeah, but she never wanted to touch that again. Like for her, that was a traumatizing moment. She right, didn't want like to do that. Right, but like they never talked about it. That's what I'm saying. Like because she, she doesn't want to talk about it. No, I know, but that's important. You think she would have even after but I feel Roche like took come over? Maybe later. I don't know. I guess maybe because this because whole book was her knows. avoiding that she did that and not wanting to think about it and not being in like, like even until she went back to the thing and killed his son, like yeah. went back to the temple. She was so like. Anytime she'd think about that moment, she'd immediately be like, I don't want to think about it anymore until she had to kill the son. And then she's like, I own that power, Mm. you know? So that's why I think it might be in the second book Maybe because she was so like, I just feel like that was such an important like plot point that kind of was like, I didn't even feel like that was important. Like in her comparison, killing the guy with her mind, she thought she could only make else. butterflies. Yeah, but in comparison to everything else, yeah. And then when she starts training with Max, it's like, uh, sh- like she's. But it's so like we didn't powerful. know she was that powerful until the test. We didn't even know that. You know what I mean? Like I would have loved them training more and being like, and him being like, "Whoa, you actually like can do some fucking damage." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because all she was doing was making butterflies and like flower petals and little orbs out of water. Yeah, I think it focused, like, after the trial and stuff, which I thought, what's his name, coming down from the sky, like, God, was, like, fucking, I thought he was just in her mind. I didn't know that he was actually there, like, fucking get on your knees, bitch. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, suck my dick, ho. I literally thought he was going to rape her. Me? I, I thought it was going to be a little, you know, pickle tickle going on. Yeah. Like, she was like, wow, do I ever want to suck this guy's dick? Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. I, I want to suck him off. What's that TikTok sound? I want to fuck this man. Oh, yeah. I would like to suck him off. <laughs> um, But I think, sorry. <laughs> I think they went, they were so focused on that guy being a piece of shit that they glossed over her beating that trial. Yeah. You know what it was like? like? Intense. It It, gave Hunger Games? Yes. 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 I thought the same thing. But like, it gave Hunger Games, but without them being like, wow, this bitch powerful. 
It just gave Hunger Games, and they were like, cool, she did it. Yeah, put a put an absolute insane monster dragon inside of her. Yeah. Boop. And then <laughs> even insane a monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I wonder what Rache is going to give her. Like, does Rache stay for the next three books? Well, because or... she went, <laughs> took his power. <laughs> no, but he, like, Rache's still there. And she was saying how he can take control again. He's just numbed for now. Like, she saw him. Yeah. Or it, sorry. I guess it doesn't have a gender. Max so. calls it it. But um, she saw Rache, and then Rache was like, <gasps> You saw me. My heart. Here you, you go. Me. Oh, you know what was giving me? Howl's Moving Castle when he, <laughs> Kelsifer. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and oh. then he's like, she should have ate it. She did, though. No, she did didn't. She went. And then, went, wow, I'm back. <laughs> I don't know. I just. That, like, okay, I, that was one thing. I couldn't picture a damn fucking thing. I could not picture anything. I can't picture Max. I can't picture Tasana. She did not describe her the way that bitch on the cover looks. I did not she, picture that she, at she, all. all. The only thing she said was blonde. Well, and also she well, she kept saying blonde. She has white hair, and then she'd say she has speckles of brown in her hair. And the cover, she has like a little gold streak. <laughs> Bitch. Well, and then she has like patches of she has vitiligo. Yeah, <laughs> but I looked up. On the cover. No, I know she's blonde and looks white. There's yeah. there's no patches. Oh no, there's patches on her. They're Where? Hard to see. Oh. oh, they're just so hard to see. They're so faint. I, I have a whole thing saved about the racism in this book. <gasps> oh, my God. T. Yeah. Explain. Uh, when we get to the reviews part. Like, look at the fucking fan art. That's ugly. Yeah. Gross. There's no good fan art of this book. No. Let me see. I don't picture Max like that. Me either. He has, like, sure, he has brown hair. I pictured him, like, kind of younger. That's the only good one. She's really pretty in there. I liked, oh my god, when he gave her the necklace, though, I thought that was really cute. I thought that was really cute. But I, I felt like there was the miscommunication, which I fucking hate. And really? then there was the, like, I hate miscommunication. Like, I don't understand why when she was going up the stairs, and he was like, please. It was giving Persephone and Hades. He yeah. was like, please, just don't do this one but thing. But he was bound to not say anything. That was and he problem. was begging her, though. Like, when you're begging like that, and she's just I like, I would have been like, like mm, you know what? Maybe you do have a point. Like, this bitch literally just got here yesterday, and she thinks she runs the show. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Now, that being said, you were saying, like, it's not her debut book, but it is, like, one of her first books. Maybe it is her debut, but it does show on her IMDb or whatever that she's written other books. Oh. So, I will say, for a first-time book that you're putting out, yeah. it was good, but I could tell... That you it, just started, like, publishing books. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, it was just a little... I don't want to say sloppy, but, like... It was lacking. Yeah, like, I feel like it could have been shorter and more powerful if she stuck to a few specific things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I felt like it was just very overwhelming, and it was a big world, and, like, you know... I almost wish she didn't focus on, like, Max and um, Tasana starting a relationship in this one because I didn't feel anything no, for either. them. Or make it very relationshipy, 
and that's more of the book and have more of the ending be like, oh, no. Oh, well, I guess. You know what? I don't know how to read a book. Write a book. Yeah, me either. So I'm just going to shut I'm just the like, fuck up. Well, it, this is the thing. I should have had to. This she had to stop. Yeah, she had to stop being a slave. This is all things after. She had to stop being a slave. She had to just trap. stop being a slave. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. She had to buy her freedom. She had to buy her freedom. Then she had to get to the towers. Then she had to train with Max. Then she had to um, do the tests. Do the tests. Well, these are all to, plot points. First she had okay? to convince the orders to let her do the tests. But, okay, but listen, listen, listen. Then you had. Queen little child. Queen. <laughs> then you had the test, the big test, the spooky test. Yeah. Then you have the romance being built. Yeah. Then you have, oh my God, there's war happening. Half of our city's on fire right now. Then you have, oh my God, the rebels blowing up a tower full of civilians. Yeah. Then you have um, Rache. I forgot about that part. Yeah. Then you have Rache becoming a thing. Yeah. Then you have, oh, surprise, we're going to war. And then you have blood packs. Then you, you have blood packs. Then you have Max being like, mm, okay, I guess I'll fight again. And then, like, there's so many. And plot. then you have all these oh, and then you have conversations. Yeah. Nasty bitch being like, oh, yeah, I fucked him over bad. And, like, that's why he doesn't work for the orders and anymore. Then she but got maybe naked. we can be friends. Why'd she get naked? I don't know. It was weird. And then we have handsome rich boy being like, Psych, I'm gonna kill the queen. Betrayal that happened at the end. Well, yeah, and he sent her a letter being like, Oh, by the time you read this, the queen, the queen will, will be, be dead. dead. And it's like Whoa. a child. Like it was just so it was just so and you're missing much. things. Oh, a hundred percent I'm like, missing things. Like it was just so and then much to all read this about. conversation about her mom. I know for a fucking fact her mom's gonna show up in this series. A hundred percent. Surprise! They're bitch. gonna be like surprise. We actually created a whole village under the ro- uh, under the, the rocks under the mountain. <laughs> District thirteen. It was just it was very like. And granted, if you want to do subtle hint things, I would point to blood and ash because blood and ash everything's important, and you really don't think that it is in this one. Everything is important, and you know it's important. And it's overwhelming. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's too overdone as well. Like she's she's like really hammering in these random fucking points at the most inconvenient times to remind you, hey, remember that thing I said in chapter two? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna say it again so that it's in well, your head. Well, the book starts off with what's her face going into Max's mind and you assume that right. he kills everybody. Yeah. So you already know that Max has this trauma with this girl and then you revisit it way later in the book when yeah. Rache t- shows to Santa all this stuff. And it's like, I, li- I like that kind of callback, but then it's like, it's just, yeah, it's like repeating the same thing a yeah. bunch of times. Well, the first chapter of like being in the Max and you're in the war and stuff, so interesting, mm-hmm. that really brought me in. And I was waiting for that kind of story writing to come back, yeah. and it never did. Well, and what I really like, what I do really like about this book is genuinely I do like this book. Um, I really liked Tisana as a character. She only did a few stupid things, right? Like, like I would have liked her to say, let me wait to take Roche, go talk to Max again, and then Max goes, don't fucking do it. You know, I can't tell you what it did to me, but like it fucked up my life. And then her having this internal struggle and being like, no, like I have to take it so that I can do this. And them, like if they were going to have a moment about it, I would have liked them to actually have like a conversation about it. Um, That was the only thing that I thought that she did stupid. But otherwise, I thought she was like a cool, strong female character. She was fucking shit up, you know. Um, But then a lot of it was Rache that did all the crazy cool shit. Powerful shit. 
Well, yeah, because she doesn't. But even she know didn't her even have any control. Yet. Well, she but she didn't have control. Powers. Like if she <laughs> if she had control, that would have been interesting. Well, yeah, but I I think that's what we get in like probably book two and three. Because I'm I think talking it's a about series. this book. No, Rose. I know this book. But I do. What I wanted to see in this novel. I get it, but I tr- book one. <laughs> I try and sympathize with setting the scene for the next book. Yeah, yeah. Because there has been times where I've read a book, the first book, and been like, what the fuck? And then I start the second book, and I'm like, yeah. No, see, this is my problem. I want that first book to hook me in. That's why I didn't like The Cruel Prince, because it was all world building, political building, and all this shit, and then shit goes down the end of the book, and I'm like, that's what I'm scared about Crescent City. That's why I got the audiobook, because I'm like, I don't know. Literally, the fir- I can't wait to talk about it. The first chapter, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? Who? It's, and that's the thing is, I don't know if maybe I'm tainted. <laughs> and if I read Blood and Ash now, the first book, I would, I would have a hard time with it. Oh, it was so hard. When it was I read, so hard. When I read from Blood and Ash, I was like, it was my first adult fantasy Holy novel. Holy fuck. So I was, I was fighting like, for my Whoo! life. I'm in it. Like, this is so cool. If you weren't begging me to keep reading it, I would have, yeah. I wouldn't have done it. Because I have a heart. See, that's why. And I, now it's my favorite series. Yeah. And that's why I keep saying, like, I will read the second book in Daughter of No Worlds. Eventually. Eventually. It's not on the top of my list to do. It feels like a book I would have loved in high school. Yeah. Or like, like we loved. And I like the sex scene though. The sex scene was, was good. nice. It was good. I like a little rather. Do- but remember when we read um, A Touch of Darkness and we were like, yum, 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 yum. I love this best series I've ever read. I can't even put it down. <laughs> if wow, I, Scarlet St. Clair, marry me. Yeah. If I tried to read that now, same. I would be gagging. I can't I, believe it. I would literally it. go. Whew. I thought anyway. they were wearing black. That's why I wore black today. Whoops. <laughs> no, they're either wearing like white or red. Oopsies. In every cover, she's wearing red. Oh. I don't know. Fuck if I know. I know. Read me some reviews, please. Okay, so I tried my best to get like different reviews, but if you're writing review, please just shut the fuck up. Please summarize it, babes. Summarize it. So many oh people God, write team. novels. Oh my God, look, this guy made a whole post about how I, I made my debut. Amazing. Is that going to be on your IMDb? Get off, get off your Twitter. What are you doing? Do you even care about this podcast at all? I just want to see what the people are saying about me. Oh my God, they love me. I'm famous. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I'm listening actively. So this is the girl with all the, this book is racist and oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. misogynistic. Our, wo- our, our woke comment. Yeah, this is the extra woke. Extra we, woke. We are woke. We're just like a normal level. We're like, Turn it up. We're woke to the point of if it's like obviously problematic, yeah. then it's a problem. But if yeah. it's just like if it's a little obscure, like you're kind I'll of reading here into and I'll it. Go like this. Mm, I I understand your perspective. Yeah, I exactly. I don't. I, do I agree with it? I'm mm. decisive. <laughs> okay. February. Oh, she wrote this February seventh. This is recent. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Mia says I was shocked <gasps> when I read this book. Like, every chapter, I was messaging my friend being like, what? (laughs) Wow. Right? Same. 
She asked me why I kept reading it if it was that bad, and I said that I was just too intrigued by how horrible it was that I had to keep reading just to know what faux pas this author would do next. Now, I'm picturing her texting her friend an obscure, annoying amount of shit, and her friend being like, please shut up. Could like, you I don't want to hear this anymore. If you text me every day being like, the bad people have dark hair. I'll go, please go touch grass. <laughs> like... I but just, I'm interested no, in her perspective I, I honestly because I don't picture, know. Like I get the whole like ooh, you know, like they were slaves yeah. and like all these things. Like I, I understand, like, but I didn't really. I, I did, it wasn't descriptive enough no, for me. No, <laughs> like, I'm like, I honestly picture her texting her friend all the shit, and her friend being like, "Please just stop fucking reading the book, <laughs> please, yeah, for the love of God." That. My friend asked me why I kept reading it, but. It was just I so just funny. had to keep annoying her. Every day getting a text being like, oh my God. <laughs> this book is so I'd awful. Be like, this girl these boundaries. <laughs> okay. Respect yourself, please. <clears throat> because OMG, this book just can't help itself using the worst of the worst of misogynistic and rapist tropes. It's borderline comical. Okay, hold on. Sorry, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I have lost. Stop. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> You know how every fantasy heroine is not like other girls? Well, our dazzling heroine is not like other slaves. <laughs> Wait. She's special because she's got, you guessed it, lighter skin. I thought her mom and all the other slaves were also white. She didn't describe their skin tones. No, she, she didn't. It was because she was fragmented and she had vitiligo and she was interesting looking. That's why she was more valuable. But did she explain what her mom looked like? Yeah, they were all the white people. That's what I thought, with too. With white hair. That's what I thought, too. But she was fragmented. She had a different daddy. <laughs> we don't know who it was. It wasn't the king. Well, vitiligo comes from no, nothing. No, but I, I mean... Like, it, it just happens, isn't it? I'm not really sure. I think it's just a pigmentation in your skin. Yeah, she, so she's just a little blotchy. Yeah. Which and then was it ma- what it's made more her. interesting. Yeah, to the That's why they got her. Yeah, that's what I thought too, but maybe And I also don't know. she has magic. I don't yeah. think any of the other slaves had magic. Did I they? thought her mom did. I'm so confused, honestly. Like they didn't explain why she was chosen. I think this Mia is just saying it was because okay. she has lighter skin. I'm not sure. Okay, sure. Whatever. You see, in this universe, pale white humans with white hair are more powerful and has magic powers. She's not all white, though. She's got spots of normal skin as well, making her fragmented. Okay, but the people with darker skin and the dark hair were the, f- the, were the element benders. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. And the, They the, were elemental. The people with the white hair and stuff, they were more mental. Yeah, and, like, the people Isn't with the white... Didn't explain? And the people with the white hair didn't even, like, couldn't even use the paper things as much as the no, other. No, they, they, they could... But the but they couldn't Max, do anything elemental. No, but Max was saying like when Tasana kept trying to do it, he was like, "Oh, don't worry, like whatever Solaris or whatever aren't as good at it as the elementals oh, are." Oh. Yeah, like they but both have strengths though, and weaknesses. See, oh, maybe that is a plot point because she can do elemental stuff and mental stuff because she killed what's his face. That's what I'm saying. Huh. Anyway. Um, she's not all white though. She has spots of normal skin. I don't know why Mia's saying normal skin because that was never spoken. It wasn't like I thought it was said. just two different like races. Me too. I didn't know that there was and like literally was this book was not descriptive enough for me to know. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. They're okay, 
there could have been lizard people in this book and I would have had no idea. (laughs) Her mixed heritage is obviously something shameful and her prejudice is that because of that, her magic would be watered down and weak. Wonder where we've heard that logic before. Now our heroine gets bought over all the other slaves and then enters into a special relationship with her slaver because she's better than the other ones. She She literally fucks the guy. Yeah, that's what she means by special relationship. Yeah, like they like are together. Well, yeah, but he chose her and he told her it's because she's special and better than the other slaves. But I think it's because she has but isn't magic. Isn't that just because he's manipulative? But she's also and magic. He's a terrible person? Yes, oh, yeah. and all that. But also she's the main character. If she wasn't the one with the slave guy, then she wouldn't be the main character. Do you know what I mean? It's a plot point. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because she's better than the other one. She knows that when you speak with a higher pitched voice, this is the part I didn't get. She knows that when you speak with a higher pitched voice, men will find you more appealing. And she also knows how to change. Sorry. She also knows how to change her entire personality into something others will like. This is applauded as her being special and smart. I don't know what the author thought she did by writing it this way. But she can't have talked to an actual human being that has been traumatized before because this is pretty normal trauma response to these types of situations and not someone being smart. Um, Have you ever met a stripper before who literally is interested in you to get more money? Yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. And she explains that throughout the book. Yeah. How she's like, oh, no, all I've had. She's being manipulative, which is smart. Not good yes but it is <laughs> it's not good but it is intelligent in her like what well, she's, she's going using through what she has which is her and body and she says that looks. a million times yeah she's like all i had it's was my body obvious. so i used and it. then remember her and max get in an argument and she's like no like this is how i survived yes and that's what i find you know oops sorry okay. she wasn't a very traumatic experience but that's what a lot of women have done to get out of traumatic experiences throughout history when there's all these horrible situations going on. And if you can use your looks and your whatever, sure, it's misogynistic, but isn't it using misogyny again to get for your gain? Yeah. And that's that's how I was viewing it when she was like, turn and she knew she was turning Turning on on. a persona, but I've also been in sex work and I've done the whole thing and I know a bunch of sex workers. So I don't know if it's like me just being in that environment, I'm like, this is, is normal. Is catering to a misogynistic viewpoint of you for your gain is reverse feminism. <laughs> and it's smart. Yeah, I don't know. I love acting interested. I've done the same thing. You're but like, then oh she God, was, tell me more. But then she was talking about, like, you know, trauma responses and blah, blah, blah. And I think the way that she, like, used um, turning on this persona like I, I don't understand like the point she's trying to make with it being a trauma response or not because that could absolutely said, be a trauma response yeah her turning on that persona to keep herself safe yeah like you have this guy who's beating you and whipping you and whatever so she turns on this persona to keep herself safe that's been done throughout multiple storylines yeah. so i didn't understand what this girl was saying by saying she doesn't know what the author's point was i don't know keep reading it's crazy 
right? If you think that is the, and if you think this absolute shit fest of romanticized trauma ends there, you would be mistaken because this entire book has only one plot device. Our main character being brutalized, raped, sexually assaulted, traumatized, and generally abused. It's hard to even find a male writer that hates their female characters this much. And all of her trauma responses are played off like romantic flirting with the male protagonist. Like all of her dialogue is followed by she said innocently and she said looking at him with doe eyes. So it's baby talk all day every day my friends and the male main character is written like an older bitter dude like you think he's 48 for a long time because of how he is coded the female main character is 17 i think she's actually 21 but that's another story (laughs) so it feels like reading a romance between a grown-ass man and a traumatized child she's 21 (laughs) because i want to make the record clear and he's like 26 yeah but because she feels like he's 48, it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Because she doesn't even know the language he's talking. And instead of her talking with bad grammar and an accent, she does talk with bad grammar and an accent. It's literally said throughout the entire book. Yeah. It's a main joke I between all the main point. characters. No, I but she's saying that she didn't do that. That she only didn't know big words so that the main male character had to explain big words to her. But she did... She was, I she had an accent. She, I because when Rache takes over, she has no accent. That's how oh, Max yeah. knows. No, you're right. And also, if you're learning a new, completely new language from scratch, you don't know the big words. You only and know And I little thought it things. was kind of funny. I thought it was kind of cute that Me added too. to her as like, because she's such this like strong, like, you know, set for revenge character. And yeah. then when she has these moments where you're like, aw. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of endearing almost. She's like, I'm going to take over the, um... She goes, give me snip snips. Yeah. Says, snip snip. And she's like, scissors. I, she's like, I hate my hair. I'm cutting it off. Like, that bitch of a man said he liked my long hair. I'm going to cut it. I need... It says snip snip. <laughs> like, I was, I could picture that. Yeah, and it was same. cute. And I could see why Max thought it was endearing. Yeah. That's when he starts to, like, really like her. Because like he's it, like, yeah. oh, she's a normal person. Yeah. She's not just this. And that's a very, like, normal human thing. Yeah. I so say she it's, like, baby talk. She goes <laughs> in to say, instead of talking with bad grammar and an accent, which she does, she just doesn't know big words. So he has to explain all the long, difficult words, like ink, to her. Like, she's five years old. She's over here, like... I want black water that makes pictures, ooh-woo. <laughs> okay, listen, listen, listen. Most of the time, too, she would be like, um, he would say a word and she would go, and she would say it back to him, and then he would be like, oh, like, you know, what you write with. Let's yeah. just use ink as an example. And then she would go, oh, ink. Or he, they would say a big word and she would be like, oh, I understand what that word is. What I actually thought the writer did really well was actually keep a, her in this space of still being out of her element in a way, like learning yeah. it. Because I've never read that in a book before where characters had to, like, learn a new language. Yes, we have. Ice Planet. That's it was true. given a bit of Ice Planet. But Ice Planet was kind of, you get zapped Shorty? in the head. And you get the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what I mean? You get zapped in the head and you learn the language, everything's fine. Yeah. So like, that was a little different. This one she actually like learned and throughout the whole book, she still is good at the language, but like not, it's not her native fluent language. Yeah. We're actually spending a lot of time talking shit about Mia's review. I know. We're like, um, wait, let me, let me, let me defend this book. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> this book was okay, but let me defend it with my life. 
I didn't really relate to the characters. How dare you say that about Desana, okay? Yeah. yeah. You try and learn a new language. What the fuck? I just felt like everything Mia said was so out of pocket. And it, not... was, it was a little, like, we we actually, you know, our review was from the heart. Hers is, hers is from yeah. the heat. She's yeah. angry. But she's also like. the world. Yeah, it just, I, I didn't Keep get going. It. Sorry, I'll shut up now. Okay. Um, also, I will say, though, she's a slave. Why the fuck would she know what ink is? Anyway. Yeah, or anything. <clears throat> um, and the dude is terrible, Max. But he's so nice and perfect because he's the only male character that hasn't tried to rape her. What about Samus? What about Serial? Sorel? What about the guy that got his nose and hands cut off for letting her go on the horse? There's a lot of... There's she, a lot of male my, main characters. My thing that I would say that I could be like... Mm, there aren't a lot of women characters that she can relate to. This book did not tass- pass the abysmal test. No. It didn't. Because no, there, it didn't. There were no friend female characters other than the sword girl, but she, she wasn't, wasn't really involved. So, in that aspect, she was surrounded by all the boys. It w- it, it could give almost pick me energy. Yeah. Almost. almost. I wouldn't say it would, but I can see where it's lacking in female friendship. Yes. Um. Yeah. And it just goes on like this until suddenly in the middle of the book, it just changes point of view, like out of nowhere. And it just made it even worse. If you're going to have dual POVs, don't wait until 300 pages in unless it's just spicy epilogue. Um, This author writes about extremely delicate subjects like human trafficking, slavery, rape, forced prostitution, torture, and a slew of other horrible things humans can subject each other to. Um, and a lot of these topics are important to discuss and write about. But if you're going to do that, at least have the decency to talk to someone that has been through it. Read an article, a book, something. Because the way she handles these topics, it's like a child with a hammer. She's insulting and triggering. I'm shook. Um, I'm shocked this even made it through editing. I thought society had come a little further than this. Like, she writes about the brutal rape of a 12-year-old girl. First of all, she writes that... Um, the slave guy was so nice because he waited until she was of age to rape her. Mm. That, that was a plot device yeah. in the beginning, too. Because he goes, but, do you see how well I treat you? But that's her realizing how horribly she was treated. Yeah. And if you're in a situation where if you are a victim of, you know, um, a situation like that where you get taken as a child, a lot of times you don't realize what's happening to you is wrong until later on. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was more like... And then it says it has victim blaming, it's outdated stereotyped, it's cliche, pretending the victim had the power all along is sickening. I mean, if you've been through a situation that is dealt with in this book and you felt like it was triggering, I'm really sorry. Um, Maybe I just can't relate because I've never been through something as traumatic as this. I didn't feel like the author did a bad job in covering this stuff, but I've also read a lot of fantasy books that have topics like this in it and deal with it the same way. I've... Remember that one book that we started? I can't like, even talk Woo! about it. That was fucked up. That's what I'm saying. So it's I can't like- believe someone sent us that to review. <laughs> they went, people love this one. Yeah, this is our best. <laughs> okay, listen. From who? Rapists? <laughs> this, is the, this is the thing. I read a lot of like horror novels. So like, this was child's play to me. Whereas like I'm reading book, like Karen Slaughter books. Okay, if you know, you know. And I'm like, this isn't so bad. But I also didn't feel like anything really went in depth. No, it wasn't. It was like very, literally like... nothing went in depth in this book. <laughs> yeah, like, and I thought that she was a very well constructed character from her trauma. 
Yeah. I don't know. We got to wrap this shit up, though. Do you, okay. have, do you have another one? So that was a one star. This one star says, absolutely not. Do not switch POVs 55% of the way into the book. Wow, DNF. This girl DNF'd because she switched POVs. She goes, Max, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I gonna... loved the POV I liked switch. I too. I said, it's interesting. You know the writing is weak when you can't make it through a first-person POV book without switching POVs. If you need more than one person to tell the story, it needs to be written in third person. I hate third-person books. Me too. I hate them. Same. Anyway. I like <clears> I've <throat> read many books where it switches the POV. I'm fine with it. Um, the all the three star reviews I related to so wholeheartedly. Yeah. I also rated it three stars. I would rate it three stars as well. Okay, this book had everything I could ever want in a badass fantasy romance, but for some reason I did not love it as much as I hoped to. Mm. The characters, magic, and plot were all good, and I honestly didn't have any major problems with anything. The plot did drag in a few sections, but it wasn't anything unbearable. I wanted this to really reel me in, and it just never fully got there for me. I will say that I'm curious. About about the sequel because I think its story still has a lot of potential. Yeah. Exactly how we feel. This one as well. I definitely think this book was more of a it's me not you situation because the first half was really decent. I like both of the main characters and I enjoyed the magic training plot that was going mm-hmm. on. I like that too. I never felt the romance but that was okay. I also feel that the magic system was very loose and I just sort of went with the flow of it until the end came. <clears throat> then the second half rolled in and it just ruined the book for me the plot did not go in a way i liked at all or enjoyed if i had known the plot would turn in that direction i wouldn't have picked up the book it just fell so flat for me that i was so sad that i couldn't get myself to like it more i'm definitely interested in this author's other works in the future because her writing is decent but the story just wasn't to my taste or liking And then this person said, fast paced, but didn't feel rush. Stayed up reading all or sorry, stayed up all night reading because I was so sucked in. I'd recommend it if you're into fantasy slash romance. That being said, while I read the second one, no. (laughs) A TikToker said that said this is the only series she thinks is on the same level as Akatar. And to that I say absolutely not. I saw the same video, girl. Now to this one. I'm like, now, the people rating this five stars are in a different fucking ballpark. Because this girl rated it five stars, has all these things. And I'm just going to read to this point. Because after this, I was like, I don't even give a fuck about your review. You have zero opinions to me. (laughs) Okay. Five out of five stars because what the fuck? Why was this so good? Resilient, brave female protagonist. Snarky yet caring love interest. I need a Max in my life. (laughs) Enemies to lovers that was paced perfectly. The chemistry, the tension. I felt no tension or chemistry. I barely felt enemies. There was no enemies. They had nothing to be enemies about. Anyway. He was like, oh, you're my cottage. Yeah. (laughs) There was no enemies. It wasn't like, you're for the wrong team, Missy. I'm going to kill you after I fuck you. That's how I want my enemies to lovers to be exactly. Yeah, I want a knife to the throat and then a dick in the ass, okay? That's how I want it to go. Oh, my God. Wait, that's a good scene. Like, hair, knife, fucking from behind. Yeah. Okay. I need to see that written, Sarah J. I'm looking it up. Uh, lively side characters, simple mm. yet entertaining plot. First of all, what the fuck was the chubby kid doing breaking all the shit? Oh my god, I lo- he's gotta be a <laughs> plot point too. Like he's gotta I be like. I literally pictured him as this cute little, you know, the kid from Up. Yes, that's how I pictured him. Yeah, 
<laughs> he was cute. He was quite endearing. I liked him. Yeah. And Do he's going to be like the most powerful. He, it's going to be like a Neville Longbottom moment. Yes. Yes, that's it. That's why I was picturing him chubby. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, he's going to like fuck everything up like in a good way. And then he's going to get super hot. (laughs) Decent world building, genuinely funny dialogue, mostly courtesy of Max. True. Okay. I found it. I fucking found a well-rounded, technically good, but entertaining NA fantasy romance that doesn't make me want to jump off a cliff. I didn't have high expectations whatsoever because if they're, if we're all being honest, most YA enemies to lovers fantasy is pretty generic and one note. I still love the shit. I still love that shit, but it's true. NA is the same story, but instead it's mostly just smut. Again, not necessarily bad, but rarely great enough to find, oh, sorry, rarely great enough to truly leave an imprint on you long after you put the book down. Or maybe I just have really bad PTSD from a certain book talk shit show from Blood and Ash. <gasps> so after that, I was like, you don't like from Blood and Ash, but you're rating this five stars. Get a life. <laughs> listen, listen. What I agreed with half of the stuff that she said then. But it's also like, no, sorry, I lied. I don't agree with anything. What I do agree with, though, is why I think this book drew a lot of people in is that I feel like we haven't gotten a N.A. high fantasy book in a while that's different. Yeah. And I feel like this one with the monster and the things, it was different. It had so many good things in there. Like, like, not that I'm tired of the Fae and all this stuff, but a lot of them are very, like, same Copy old, paste, same yeah. old. It's all, it's the same story. It's the mortal bitch. Oh, surprise, she's got powers. Like, it's very... Th- so I, mean, I agree with that. I think yeah. that's what really drew people in, and that's why I think this book blew up. Yeah. Was because people were like, holy fuck, something cool, something different. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think it was executed as fabulously as it could have. Yeah, so I'd say on a rating of one to five a three and not a three being a bad review or a bad rating no i think a three a good review i would suggest this to people to get their opinion on it like if i have a friend who's like really and i told my one friend who's like no 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 i don't understand how this bitch reads so much um oh yeah that friend. <laughs> yeah she finished the whole uh is it carnival or caval caravel i don't know this whole Cirque book series Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> kind of i think i don't know i don't know finished that whole series i was like what oh i know what series you're talking about and it has the cinder with the no, foot and it's not, all that's not right oh i thought that was one of them it's okay okay it's whatever Love you. um <laughs> Love ya. and then i'd give the smut like a one out of five because there's only there's only a 1. one 1.5 out of five because the smut scene was good it was just there was only the one which is fine i really don't i thought uh, it was like yeah i wasn't really i wanting... don't need a book to be centered around the smut i really don't the so only reason, like a fantasy book. Yeah. The only reason I like like the smut in books like this is because it's realistic. Yeah. You're two I would consenting be adults. Too. Yeah. You're two consenting adults. The reading a romance book where there's no sex just feels fake. Yeah. It like does. I'm not watching a TV show with my yeah. parents. When I fall in love, I be fucking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I be sucking and fucking. Like yeah. show me some true. Jump romance. on that dick. The second that he goes, I think I love you, I go. Same. Let's go fuck. Or no, we fuck first. Yeah, I, was I think say. you. I think I love you. And I fucking go first always. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, you're kind of attractive. Bathroom. <laughs> David and I's first date ate my ass, <laughs> and then we 
fell in love after. Amazing. It's how life naturally goes. Gus and I's like first like actual date. No, I was still with my boyfriend, but Gus and I. <laughs> Gus and I's first, like, date date where we were like, yeah, yeah this is yeah. a date. I was like, can I suck your dick on this park bench? And he went, sure. <laughs> it was like 3 a.m. There's no one around. Romantic. It was actually a beach, but, like. A I, beach? Yeah, really romantic. Really? Just a beach. It was just a beach, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going through all the beaches in my head. It doesn't ha- I want to know. You can know after. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I feel attacked. Anyway, it's the victory. <laughs> no, actually, for real though, this is the tea. Yeah, because honestly, we don't get a lot of time. But hi, I'm Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> you should follow us on Instagram at Lude Literature. You can follow us on Twitter at Lude underscore Literature. You can watch us on YouTube at Lou Literature, which hopefully you're watching this on. Hi, hello. Um, or Castos. Or sorry, um, Apple, uh, music. Apple Music, all the Spotify. podcasts, all the things. Um, also, if you follow us on our Patreon at Lou Literature, um, we do bonus content on there. We, wow. Okay, listen. I know we've said this before. We do bonus content. <laughs> nothing. You get nothing but photos. And I understand, you know, yeah. that you're logging on there and you're like, where's my bonus content? Where's my Diet Dr. Kelp? We're actually doing it, all right? We have an extra video. It's going up. Only Patreon users can see it. Yeah, and it's us just kicking, chatting. We're hanging out. We so open. If you want to know my address? <laughs> log on to our Patreon and watch. <laughs> if you want to know my it's date called and the Lude Library. <laughs> the Lude Library. Kind of like library. the Smut Salon from uh, Bunny, but yeah. we're changing it up. Oh, we need a new little jingle. This the is the library, the loot library. Shh. Shut your fucking mouth. Sit the fuck down, cause we're in the loot library. Boop. Is That's that good? Perfect. This is loot literature, bitch. I think they're turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs>